Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Heavenly Father, good morning. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, and good morning, precious Holy Spirit. And we say good morning to each of you who have joined the prayer call today, this first day of the third month of this record-breaking year. Amen. We praise our God because this is the day that he has made and we will rejoice in it. We command our morning to be blessed of the Lord, our day to be great in him. Amen. Father, we just thank you for this blessed moment, this day here that you have made. And we truly rejoice and are glad in it, Father, in all things. In all things, we give you thanks because you are the creator. You are Elohim. You are El Elyon, and we bless your name. Jesus, we thank you. Thank you, God, for your blood. Thank you for your drawing power. Thank you for your light that is shining through each one of us, dear God, in the name of Jesus, as we walk one with your spirit in unity, synchronized with your Holy Spirit. Have your way this morning. Have your way. Do what you want to do. In the precious name of Jesus, speak through our devotion leader. Pray through our prayer leader this morning. We yield to you, even as intercessors, Father. Your Holy Spirit is guiding us as we pray, ye one for another. And, Father, we yield. We yield totally to you. In the name of Jesus, do what you want to do, Father, through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Without further ado, let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator today. The leaders of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We bless you in the name of the Lord, and we say, Father, keep them. Keep their families, Father. Bless them in Jesus' name. We also want to give a shout-out to our prayer call controller, Sister Tanika Smothers. Sister Tanika and the other team members, they get up early, way before we even access the call to ensure that everything is running smoothly and we have nice worship music to usher us in. And we just want to say thank you, Sister Tanika. God bless you, sis. Our devotion leader this morning is none other than Sister Audrey White. Good morning, Sister Audrey. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene, and good morning, Sister Tanika. I'm doing fine this morning. How are you? Awesome. I am fine, too, Sister Audrey. Thank you. Thank you. Our, our prayer requests and any praise reports that have been submitted will be offered up by Minister Linda Lightfoot. How are you doing today, Minister Lightfoot? Good morning. I am blessed on top and rising. All right. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
blessed on top and rising. No other place to be. Amen. Okay. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Sister Audrey, we're ready for you. Amen. Thank you. Well, good morning, everyone who's on the call this morning. Good morning and welcome, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Father, and good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning to all of my fellow um, church members, uh, church family and friends, kingdom builders. Good morning to our bishop and Pastor Adrian and the entire Smith family. It's a pleasure to be on the call this morning. This morning, our subject is synchronized with the Spirit. Be in sync with God. Our scripture references are kind of long this morning, but I'll read from Isaiah chapter 55, verses 9 through, excuse me, verses 6 through 9 from the New King James. It reads, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Amen. Our second uh, scripture reference, reference comes from Exodus chapter 17, verses 8 to 13. It reads, starting with verse 8, Now Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said to Joshua, choose us from men, choose us some men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek But Moses' hand became heavy, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it, and Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side, and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Amen. Those are our scriptures today. Amen. We'll start off by defining the word synchronize. When we say uh, let's synchronize it, it means to make something happen or exist or arise at precisely the same time. So it means having the same action at the same time. We often synchronize our watches, setting them to be the same time. We often say we're just going with the flow. Some of the synonyms for um, synchronized or being in concert or being in harmony or being on one accord. When we see things that are in sync, it's beautiful to look at. When you look at a long-time dance partners as they move, they're in sync, and it's beautiful. When we see a flock of birds flying to the south and they're all uh, in formation, we say it's beautiful. When we hear the sound of a symphony, they're all in sync. It's beautiful. I like to watch marching bands. When I see the Jackson State marching band or the Pittsburgh High marching band, they're all in sync, and it's beautiful. So with given that, 
what's more beautiful than a life that is in sync with God? Our first scripture tells us that God's thoughts are not our thoughts, and his ways are not like our ways. So how do we become in sync with God? We know that God wants us to flow with him, to just go with the flow. Well, the first way we can do it is by us. We can start out by reading the word. And I always suggest reading it out loud so that you can hear it because it's by faith. It's by hearing and hearing that your faith is increased. Reading the word is how we get to know God. He speaks to us first through his written word, the Bible, which is his living, breathing word. If we're not reading the word, we are making it difficult for God to speak to us because we're shutting his voice out. We must have the word in us in order to discern the voice of God as opposed to our own voice or our flesh, the voice of the world or the voice of the enemy. God says, my sheep know my voice. So knowledge of the the word will transform our thoughts. We hear so many competing voices. There's a lot of noise all around us. And the scripture tells us to guard our ear gates. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, it says, My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. So we must keep the word front and center in our lives. We must keep it hidden in our hearts so that we don't sin against the Lord. Because if we're not careful, if we don't keep the word in front of us, we can just get caught up in the everyday living and, and we'll start to live just like the world thinks we should live. We'll start doing what everybody else in the world is doing. So it's important that we keep our spirits fed or watered, if you will, with the word of God daily. The second way is, to, is through prayer. We don't always understand all we read in the word. But through prayer and spending time with the Holy Spirit, God will increase our understanding of the word, our understanding of what he's saying. It's called revelation. We, can, we need to pray and ask God to transform our minds or to keep our minds and help our thoughts to become pure and holy. And they can, because in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, it says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Amen? The third thing we can do is to spend time in worship. God wants those intimate times with us. Worship means we're loving on him. We're spending time in his presence, not asking him for anything, not focused on ourselves, but we just want him. God wants those times with us. The fourth Thing we can do is keep the faith, keep growing in faith, and that simply means believe God. Believe God is who he says he is. Believe that God can do what he says he can do. Know that there is nothing impossible with God. So being in sync with God means that we agree with God. It means doing things God's way. And our own ways always seem easier than God's. It's easy to hold a grudge when we've been wrong, to not forgive because we don't know because we said you don't know how they hurt me, or to get revenge because 
that would make us feel better. It's easy to be contentious or hateful or messy, to be a hard taskmaster just because we can. Agreement with God is not only with his words, not only with him through our words, but more importantly, with our actions. It's bad to know to do what's right and choose not to do it. There are consequences for that. You know, we can just ask Jonah about that. We have to decide to submit to the truth that we know. We have to decide to let the Spirit lead us and to submit to align with or to get in sync with God. When we do that, we experience the blessings of the Lord in the form of his manifested promises, and that can save ourselves from some trouble. Some of us may have prayed one of those, uh, Lord, if you get me out of this mess kind of prayers. We found ourselves in a predicament because we chose to do it our way instead of God's way. But all I can say is thank God for grace. James 4, verse 7 says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God, or get in sync with God. Do what he has said to do. The second part says, Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So we cannot resist the devil by being in rebellion or not being in sync with God because God has given us the remedy for the problem that we are in, the issue that we're dealing with. If we choose to do it our way instead of the instruction he gives us, if we we choose to continue to dance with the devil, if you will, it's hard to resist him. So we need to get in sync with God. When we're not in sync with God, when we're misaligned or basically disobedient in some way, then all of our relationships can become misaligned. When our relationships are unhealthy, the root is usually an unhealthy relationship with God. If we put any of the blessings that God has given us before him, we're still out of sync with God although they came from him. Anything that we put ahead of God, like our spouse, our children, our job, our money, our ministry, even those godly desires in the form of promises, anything that we put in front of God is making us out of sync with God. Someone shared with me once that they prayed so often for God to save her husband, and she cried long and hard. <laughs> she cried loud and spared not. She said she was, she was so intent on praying that promise because God had said that she and her whole household would be saved, that one day she was down on her knees and she could hear, clearly hear the Holy Spirit say, you have made this thing an idol. And she said that shook her right up off her feet and into a prayer of repentance. So we always have to be mindful and we have to search ourselves. God is and always will be number one. 
there would be no other God or no thing before him. So we need to ask ourselves, although we think we're in sync with him, do we want what we want more than we want him? On a whole nother level, I can say, if we abuse or misuse the relationships that we've been given, and which is not limited to our family or those we like, but also including our neighbors and our church family, our business or work relationships, even strangers and foreigners, orphans, widows, all those things, all those people that God has mentioned in the Bible, anyone who is the least of things, if we misuse or abuse anyone, God has a whole lot to say about that <laughs> because all people are precious to him. So that's a whole nother sermon. God says that we must be aligned with him before we can be effective anywhere and to anyone else. Our identity is not in our families, <clears throat> our careers, our ministries. Our identity is not in any other thing other than God. God lent us those things, but they are not who we are at the core. God is. If he's not first, then he's not even on our list. So we start with being in sync with God by making sure that God is first. He's number one. So I ask you, are you in sync with God? As I ask myself, am I in, in sync with God? Well, one sure way to know that we're not in sync is if we're in willful disobedience. Sometimes we can justify our, our disobedience, even with scripture. Some people say, well, God, God understands. And we continue in our own disobedience. To choose not to forgive because they don't deserve it. Uh, we can choose not to surrender our anger or our bad habit or what belongs to God, which is really all of us. And I think of Jonah again. If we choose not to repent but to go our own way. Well, after all of that, all I can say is it's a process. And as Christians, we're not stagnated, but we are growing, increasing in knowledge and faith and growing deeper in love for him and for people. We don't mind, we shouldn't mind going against the grain of the world and being peculiar. Hopefully we're growing in obedience and submission to him, growing in being in sync with him by being repentant, not merely remorseful. Hopefully we're keeping the faith and the hope because God is not done with us yet. Thank God for his grace. When we get out of sync, we can know this one thing, that God will always bring us back to himself when we surrender and when we repent. He is faithful, and he is just to do just that. Amen? So our prayer this morning, Father, is to you. We at first acknowledge that you are a good and loving Father, how great you are. We love you, and as much as possible, we want to be in sync with you. That means we want to surrender all of our ways to you. We want to be like Moses, not just knowing about your acts, 
but knowing your ways. So help us, Father God. Help us to think like you think, Lord God. Help us to do as you have instructed us to do. Keep us, O oh God, because we need to be kept. We give you praise, glory, and honor for all these things. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen, amen. What an excellent word. What an excellent word. And I strongly advise that each one, please go back and listen to the replay. Amen. That was an excellent word. Father, help us to be synchronized and in flow with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Sister Audrey. Thank you so much. Um, We're now ready for you, Minister Lightfoot. Saints, let's stand in agreement together and believe as she prays. Good morning, everyone, and thank you, Sister Audrey, for an awesome word this morning. Um, I didn't receive any prayer requests, and so this morning we are going to pray for our young people, our, our children and youth and our grandchildren and so on and so forth. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you asking you to have mercy on our children and youth. Let them turn from idolatry to true worship. Let them no longer say any more to the work of their hands, ye are our gods. For those who have been forsaken and fatherless, make them to know that in thee the fatherless find mercy. Make them to know that in thee they shall find a good, good father, a loving father, an everlasting father, a father that will heal their backsliding. For you have loved them with an everlasting love and have loved them freely in spite of themselves. Continue to love them freely. Turn your anger away from those who have not walked in your way. And we lift up the whole generation and ask you to create in them a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within them. Let the words of their mouths and the meditation of their hearts be acceptable in thy sight. Let them walk in the new commandment that you have given them, that they would love one another as you have loved them. And let them walk, speak, and Think like your disciples, for by this shall all men know that they are your disciples, if they have love one to another. Father, we release the love of God to overtake them. Let them no longer become callous, nonchalant, and resentful, harboring inner rage, but cause them to defend the poor and the fatherless. Let them no longer attend to ungodliness, hatred, and injustices, but cause them to do justice to the afflicted and needy. Cause them to come to the aid of the poor and needy, the elderly, and to deliver the poor and needy with hearts of tender mercy. Rid their hearts and minds out of the hand of the enemy. We banish the influences of the powers of darkness and we release the light of the kingdom of God over them. We take authority over the spirit of deception and the lying spirit. We cast them out. We render them defunct and powerless and we release the spirit of truth, even the spirit of truth which the world cannot receive because it seeth him not neither knows him. Let them confess with their mouths the Lord Jesus and believe in their hearts that God 
God has raised him from the dead, that they might be saved and that they might receive and know Holy Spirit, that he may dwell with them and in them. Let all children and youth come into the knowledge of the truth. For you said they shall know the truth and the truth shall make them free. The truth is that they are more than conquerors through him that loved us. The truth is no weapon formed against them will prosper. The truth is the curse is reversed and Jehovah Bel Parazim has manifested to break them through like the breaking of many waters. We release healing and restoration for the hurts, disappointments, and disillusionments of this world for they are redeemed from the curse of the law because Jesus became a curse for them. And as it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. We cast out conformity to this world and we release the transformation and renewal of minds. The truth is that they are marked for the kingdom and we declare that Satan cannot have their bodies, souls, or their lives because they have already been bought with a price and the blood of the Lord Jesus is covering them. The truth is that when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against them. The bloodline is already drawn around them and all that pertains to them and we declare that the spirit of the living God has lifted the standard. All hindrances are canceled and rendered defunct by the blood of Jesus. Father, we release the anointing that destroys every yoke and lifts every burden. We break every fetter and loose every shackle on their minds and their bodies. Where they have been deceived, we release the light of your word to dispel all darkness. And we release the oil of joy for mourning, that there will be an uplift in their spirit. We come against the suicidal spirit. We release life into them, for he that hath the Son has life. And we declare that they all shall receive the Lord Jesus and therefore shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. We decree that they are lifting their eyes now unto the hills from which cometh their help. We declare that they know in their knower that their help comes only from you, the Lord. We release unshakable faith and trust in God. We release the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that there will be a praise on their lips and joy in their hearts to the overflow. We bind their minds to the Lord Jesus, and we bind their hearts and mouths to the wisdom of the word of God that they will speak a right word in due season like apples of gold on platters of silver. We give thanks for Jehovah Lord Sabaoth, the Lord of angel armies, the God of battles who has taken hold of shield and buckler and is fighting and standing up for their help. We thank you for releasing your angels that excel in strength, that do your commands, that hearken to the voice of your word. We thank you that there are more with them than there is with the enemy, and we declare the enemy is outnumbered and outstrategized for our Father sits high and looks low, beholding the evil and the good. Father, we thank you that the youth shall not only be hearers of your word, but they shall be doers of your word. Your word shall be a lamp unto their feet and a light unto their path. And you have sent your word and healed them and delivered them from 
all destruction. Your word cannot return unto you void, but must accomplish what you please and prosper in the thing whereunto you have sent it. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot nor tittle of your word will pass away. For you are not a man that you would lie, nor the son of man that you would repent. If you have said it, you will do it. If you have spoken it, you will make it good. Let young apostles be released. Let prophets be released. Let young evangelists be released. Yet long, yet long pastors be released. Yet long teachers be released. Let them all be filled with the Holy Ghost to the overflow. And thank you for releasing your vessels and the winds of change and causing change to manifest that thy kingdom is come and thy will is done in earth as it is in heaven. Amen. And it is so. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. And we agree here on earth as touching. So we know that everything, everything that has been asked, it shall be done of Father God in heaven. Amen. We want to quickly swing back to you, Sister Audrey. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us? I just want to say, well, amen then. Praise the Lord. (laughs) And I also would like (laughs) to uh, say on the subject of being in sync with God that from time to time we need to do a tune-up for ourselves. And we need to pray like David prayed when he asked, when he prayed, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. God is our standard, as Minister Linda mentioned a couple of times in her prayer. And from time to time, we need to examine ourselves to see how we're measuring up against that standard, how we are in relation to uh, uh, obedience to him. And we need to keep ourselves watered with the word, prayed up, worshiping him, waiting in his presence, and following his instruction. That's one way to stay fully surrendered and to live in God's perfect will. That's the way to stay in sync with God. Amen. God bless everyone. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Audrey. A couple of announcements. Uh, Please send in your prayer requests. Send them in to www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect. Then under Ministries, click Prayer. Scroll down and enter your prayer request. We've been called to pray, and we will pray without ceasing. Corporate prayer will be held at the Pittsburgh campus. This Saturday at 7 o'clock a.m., you do not want to miss this first Saturday in the month of March. So please come out and join us at 7 a.m. at the Pittsburgh campus. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Sister Audrey, Minister Lightfoot, Sister Tanika, and our entire New Destiny family, thank you for joining the prayer call today. Please invite others to join in with us 5 a.m. on Wednesday and Thursday morning. So we'll see you tomorrow morning as well at 5 a.m. Let's go before Father God again before we exit the call.
Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your word today. We thank you for the prayers that have been ushered up. Father, I pray that you replenish Sister Audrey, that you replenish Minister Lightfoot, that you replenish every intercessor that has interceded, your intercessors, Father, your intercessors, your watchmen on the wall, Father. I pray that you replenish them, Father. You restore them, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, may each readily repent and spend more time before you in worship. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, synchronized with your spirit. I declare that each will grow in faith, believing you, because we spend more time in your word. I declare and decree your word, Father, in Romans 10 and 17. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Father, thank you that you give more grace to us as we stand, and having done all to stand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that you bring us from glory to glory as we spend more time with you. I declare that this is a record-breaking year, Father, for many souls to be saved, many to be delivered, many to be healed, many to be set free. This is a record-breaking year of prosperity in the spirit and in the physical realm, and it will take place because of your intercessors, your watchmen being synchronized, willing and obedient to your spirit. Father, bless your people. Bless your intercessors. Bless their families. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Tanika, please open the line. 